0: Welcome to Worship Call with Bible teacher, Buzz Lalbeck. Buzz is the pastor of Grace Chapel Bible Ministries, located in Duncan, South Carolina. This ministry is dedicated to the verse-by-verse teaching of God's Word and discipleship programs aimed at strengthening the faith of God's people. Now, here's today's message. This is the fifth day of the week in God's created order, Thursday, 18th day of January, 2024, Day of our Lord. And let's turn to our Lord in prayer. Father in heaven, thank you. Thank you for another day that you've given us. I pray, heavenly Father, another day that we have the opportunity to serve thee with all our hearts and all our minds and all our strength, to love thee uh, as an expression of our love for thee. I pray, heavenly Father, as we come this morning in prayer. Let us, heavenly Father, open up our hearts to receive your word this morning. Pray for the accuracy in the teaching, the accuracy in the discernment. and these things we pray in Christ's name. Amen. And it is another fine day in the Lord as we come to the Lord's word in Matthew chapter 23. We continue on this morning with the woes. Glad you're here. Glad to have you here. And let's Continue on. Where are we? We, I think we, woe to the scribes of Pharisees, hypocrites, verse 23, for you tithe mint and dill and cumin and have neglected the waiter provisions of the law, justice and mercy and faithfulness. These are the things you should have done before neglecting the others. Um, verse 24, you blind guides or you strain out a gnat and swallow a camel. And 25, Woe to you scribes, another woe uh scribes and Pharisees and another hypocrite for you clean out the out or you clean the outside of the cup of the dish, but inside they are full of robbery uh and, and self indulgences and another and again it um I have to wonder if if there's for and I, I is there is there a place of no return, no recovery? I mean, you're so locked into negative volition, so locked into religion, and we'll talk about religion today, um, that you're so locked into to your mindset where where you're where you're just uh oh, yeah well it's the infinite loop, Tim, that you talk about. Tim talks about this infinite loop, and you know if we have our computers or our iPads or our phone. It's that little, it's that when when you get locked up, that little circle just keeps going around over and over and over again. That's what Tim calls the infinite loop. You get to the point where you're locked in Um to, and, and yeah, I believe you can be locked in a positive volition as well, but be careful that you think you're standing as you fall. Um, but, um, you you get your you've got your mindset. You you know where you're going. You're pressing forward, whether it's to the negative or whether it's to the positive. And um, I want to um, I just want to go back and just uh make it, I made a critical statement against religion yesterday, and I must remember to clarify their statement because my mindset. The first time I've heard this, and my teacher said uh that was talking about the evil of religion, um and he used to call it, uh that religion was Satan's ace trump, and the first time I heard that, I'm sitting there thinking what well because we're we're so geared into thinking if I'd ask most people what religion is, I'd say oh well, it's a worship of god and um so the first time I heard it, um you know it stunned me, and it was my understanding that as many others do that uh religion is worshiping god maybe but we have to ask ask ourselves uh, what is it um what god are we relig- uh worshiping is Isn't islam a religion is it hinduism a religion even satanism isn't that a religion um I also go as far as to say that what they're teaching in school, well, they say the separation of church and state that, um, they're pushing religion out of school. Well, I also say that, um, the teaching of evolution, uh, evolution is a religion because religion is not a relationship. A religion is ideology for the most part. It is, um, and for religion, it is. Man seeking, this was the definition, I wish i put it up here, but I didn't, but the definition is, uh, working definition is man's seeking the approbation, and I'm going to put of a God, not just the God, but approbation of a God by man's own strength, man's own, um, effort and man's own human distra, human devised, um, structure. What we worship, we do not worship an ideology. We really don't worship a doctrine or doctrines. We worship a person. Christianity is a, not a religion, but it is a relationship with the person of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, Yes, we go to church and yes the local church your local church and um and we might say a local church is a religious institution and um I'm not disparaging local churches absolutely not local churches do and should have a a um bylaws and um and a constitution that governs that local body of of believers and um but the foundation, the foundation of that church should not be its, um, rituals, though uh, apart from baptism and, and uh, communion, should not be its traditions, um, its potlucks or, or how they run things. The very foundation of any local church has to be the word of God. And worshiping, knowing who they worship, and that is the the father, the Son, and the holy spirit and that and that's why we have communion once a month that's why a church has a communion once a month that we might not get lost in ministry, but bring us all back to communion to the central point of why we are here um, the scribes and the Pharisees during the time of Jesus constituted the worst of religion. Uh, we had mentioned earlier that scribes and Pharisees were not always the bad guys. They were the heroes back in the Maccabean Wars and what had happened is that they became the law police, uh, putting putting fences around the law so that no one would go close to it. Um and building and adding to the law. Basically, that's what I mean by putting a fence around it. But they became the worst of religion where the hierarchy was corrupt. They become corrupted. And the truth of God's word became distorted. And as religion goes, the religious leaders put an outward show of piety. That they they made sure that all, and outwardly that all their T's are crossed and all their I's are dotted. And they were the, but in reality, they were worse than the sinners that they looked down upon. So, uh, and these are the woes that are directed to them. Again, I have to wonder if they had, when Jesus was given the woes, was it that they were already locked in and that there were any, um, turnarounds? And I also say that I don't think all scribes and all Pharisees were, um, were so locked in. I think there were some scribes and some Pharisees that later on um like Nicodemus, Nicodemus would be the example that he saw the light. Um Joseph Arimathea. So not all of them and not all of them that sat on the um sat on the uh Sanhedrin council were were wicked. Um um Gamaliel um was certainly seemed to be an honorable man. Matthew twenty three twenty five. Woe to you, scribes of Pharisees, hypocrites. Call them again and add hypocrites as a two-face that you put on a show here, but you actually got another face. You're you're not who you are. It's not what you see is what you get. There's something underneath. These are scoundrels. For you clean the outside of the cup and the dish. But inside, they are full of robbery and self-indulgence. And it shouldn't be hard to understand. Uh, they, they made sure that they clean their hands. We'll talk about that. They, they washed their hands. They made sure that everything was pure. And in this case, and they would wash the inside of the dish and the outside of the dish, but and in the metaphor, they only washed the outside of the dish. To making it look clean and and acceptable, and you know when it comes to and what they were they were legalists they were hyper legalists, and um, this kind of a piety this kind of legalism in itself is a stumbling block, especially to young believers. When you put on an air and you and you wash the outside uh, outside and you don't deal with the inside you don't deal with the heart. And, and you may be good at putting on the show. You may be real good. I said, Oh man, I wish I could have his faith. Oh man, I could, I, I wish I knew the Bible as, as well as he did. Oh, he's, uh, this guy is certainly hev- going to heaven and, and he's going to have all the crowns and all this stuff. And he may not be. We can't look into the heart, but sometimes that in itself becomes a stumbling block to a young believer. If he doesn't have, if it looks like it, uh, um, looking on the outside they're looking all on prim and proper. And, and that young believer saying, I can never do that. The young believer starts recognizing, you know, the young believer is honest with himself and he knows that scoundrel that he is. We don't know what kind of background this, this guy's come back out of this. This guy, this girl could have come out of a, a very broken family, abused through their life. Um they may have a lot of garbage that needs to be filtered out. And they look at these, these pious ones and they, and people who set themselves up as, as the, the very level of righteousness that one would obtain to and they just shake their heads and say, I can't, I can't reach that level. And they go back to, they say, I can't be that, so they go back to what they're comfortable with because they feel like hypocrites. Um, and I'm not saying that we as Christians are to put on, um, to abase ourselves in order that we can show people our sin or even show our dirty laundry, but to think of ourselves as we truly are. Not to, not to think too lofty of ourselves as to put ourselves on a pedestal. And to and to make and to make our faith so high that nobody else can reach. I guess what I'm saying. So here, Jesus calls these religious leaders hypocrites, making it known to to everyone, uh, everyone that hey, there's more to these people than what you think. There's more to these leaders than what you think. You know, uh, don't just look upon. You know. Um there, there are the two faces there. They, they concern themselves with external cleanliness. The cup and the dish. But inside is, um inside the cup is, is defilement. Um inside the cup and then on, on the plate, it, out inside the plate, it is, it is the ugliness. That you know, that's defiling. It's the same thing Jesus talked about when the washing of hands. Let's go to Matthew fifteen one. Matthew fifteen one. Then some of the Pharisees, I want to read this to verse eleven. Then some of the Pharisees and scribes came to Jesus in Jerusalem and said, Why do your disciples break tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat. And he said, and he answered and said to them, why do yourselves transgress the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? Um, for God said, honor your father and your mother. He who speaks evil of the father and mother is to put uh, be put to death. Uh, but you say, whoever says to, to his father or mother, whatever I have that would help you has been given to God. He is not, he is not to honor his father and his mother. And by this you invalidated the word of God for the sake of your tradition. You hypocrites, rightly did Isaiah prophesy of you. This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me. But in vain do they worship me, teaching the doctrines of, and as doctrines, the precepts of men. After Jesus called the crowd to him, he said to them, Hear and understand. It is not what enters the mouth that defiles a man, but what proceeds out of the mouth, this defiles the man. Then the disciples came and said to him, Do you know what the Pharisees were offended when you heard the statement? And this was earlier. So there is that question. And the question I have asked before, and hopefully those who have heard this before have the right answer, is the fact that we go through the process every day of thought, decisions, action, or I should say thinking, motives, decisions, and actions. And what is more important? What is more important? Well, if if we put action, well, the most important thing is action, well that's what these Pharisees were up to. Making sure that they're making sure that they had all their religious T's crossed and all their religious I's dotted and that um the and uh that's um that's the most important thing, just as long as you're doing what's right. I remember, um in such a case I remember it um, a guy came to me uh from um a particular church and he was asking me oh, uh he was telling a story and he said uh he said, Well last Sunday I was cutting my yard. Yeah, I know it's a sin. I know it's a sin, but you know, I uh I got busy the day before so and stuff and I go, stop right there, you know? I go um first of all, you know, the it's not about you know, there's nothing in the Bible that talks about, you know, whether or not you cut your yard on Sunday. I go, here's the problem, that you are thinking something is a sin against God and you're doing it anyway. But the point is, as religious and as um as pious as this guy was, he ended up being one of the most um snakyish individuals, a most scoundrelous scoundrelous individuals that I I ever met so the question goes back to thought motive decision action what's the most important it is your thinking because your thinking is your program everything is going to come out of your your your, uh, your thinking your motives are going to come from your thinking your decisions are going to come from your thinking your actions is coming from uh, from you, and however your heart is programmed, that's the directions that you're going, that's, um, everything that goes into your eye gate, uh, you are allowed to go into your eye gate and to your ear gate, you have to deal with in your heart, and, um, wherever your heart is, that's going to be direction of your motive, motives and decisions and actions, and, um, must, it must be very clear, uh, Paul tells us in his letter to Corinthians that every thought must be taken captive to the obedience of God. You must watch your ear gate and your eye gate and the things that go in it. Because, again, you have to deal with it in your heart. So, I think we better also take a note about these religious leaders. Something else about these religious leaders that we must remember they were they were not ignorant of Bible doctrine, they were not ignorant of scripture by no means um they were experts in the law, and I regularly and uh but yet they were unbelievers, they were lost even in their doctrines that they knew. I'll emphasize. I continue to emphasize the importance of Bible doctrine in the Word of God. That we must be students. When Jesus sent out his, uh, uh, when he established the Great Commission in Matthew chapter twenty-eight, Jesus said, "Go out and what did He do? He didn't say go out and make converts. He didn't say go out and make a kingdom." or or establish kingdom. He said, go out and make disciples. That's the students. To go out and make students. Our growth comes through scripture. And then we, and then, um, and then as, uh, as we take in the word of God, as we take in Bible doctrine, we're pushing out the garbage that's in the heart. And, um, so but it's not Bible doctrine alone. Bible doctrine is not the center of our worship. And that's the problem that is the the main problem with the Pharisees and the scribes. That though they were experts of the law, they were they 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 did not have a heart. They they did not know who they worshipped. They lost the vision of worship. Again, uh, idea of communion is uh, very important. Very communion, uh, communion puts, puts, um everything aside, all your religious, traditional, uh, everything else, and springs our heart back to the center. Because sometimes we'll listen, we'll study the Word of God, we'll study the Bible doctrine, um, and we'll forget The person in whom we worship. Listen, we worship a personage, not an ideology. And though the word of God is not an ideology, it is a basis of thought. Ideology is a basis of thought. We have to remember that we worship a person. A person is one, and God is a person. And some people get taken aback on that. Uh, Becca Becca said she took, when, the first time I said that, she got a little bit taken back on that as well. God the Father is a person. God the Son is a person. God the Holy Spirit is a person. They're spirit, they're spirit persons, but still persons, except for the second person, the Godhead, who's the manifestation of the Godhead. But a person is one that holds three characteristics. They have a determination of choice. A volition. Does God have a termination choice? Does God choose to do things? Yes, he does. He He chose to plan. He chose to create. And he does that. A person has an intellect, mentality. Does God have a mentality? Absolutely. He has a mentality. He has an intellect. He's omniscient. He's an omniscient God. And then thirdly, he has a sensibility. He can respond to his creation. He can respond to, um, he responds to the prayers that are lifted up to him. He responds to our worship to him. He's pleased with us, He or he's displeased with us, or he grieves in um, such a way that the Bible expresses that God grieves, like in Genesis chapter 6. We're dealing with a person. We must not lose sight. We must not get so academically astute that we lose sight of who it is that we worship. And so that's where 2 um, well, Timothy 1.12. Paul says, For this reason I also suffer these things, but I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed. And I am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. And then Titus 3, eight. This is a trustworthy statement. And concerning these things I want to speak confidently so that those who have believed God will be careful to engage in good deeds these things are good and profitable uh, for men so so many ex many of these experts of law in the time of jesus already um well, jesus had already prophesied um, that they would be barred forever out of the kingdom and they were experts of the law Listen, there's going to be a lot of good people in heaven. There's going to be, or, there's, or, there's going be a lot of good people who go to hell. There's going to be a lot of good people that are going to be, they're going to have a handle on their Bible. And they're going, they quote scripture like, uh, anything I've, you've ever seen. They've got, they've got it all academically worked out. But when it comes down to the point, is what do you? Because it all comes down to one thing: what do you think of Christ? What? Who is this Jesus? Who is it that the one we worship? And um, so here's the application: make it your ambition to know the God of the Bible. We first met Him when. The Holy Spirit opened the eyes of our hearts and revealed, well, you know, we know who God was we and we have come to God consciousness. And when we heard the gospel message, which is the power of salvation to the all who believe, and we enter into that walk with the Lord. And we know just enough. We know just enough to um no uh we knew just enough to to cross that line. But we haven't entered into that loving loving the Lord yet. Um, when I was a young believer and I started out and I, I came to the Lord when I was seventeen years old, when he opened the eyes of my heart, and um, and I responded to the gospel message that Jesus Christ provides eternal life. For anyone that trusted him for it, and I had a longing to know this God. There was something missing in my heart. I didn't know what was missing. There was a disconnect because my life went on as it always went on. Now, and and I tried to develop cer- certain habits. I tried to do this. I tried to go to church. I I tried many things, but it was always lacking. And then. And then we came to the point where I started uh, about five years after that. Um, I began to be discipled by another, learning the um, learning or the word of God. And when I was exposed to Bible doctrine, I recognized what I was missing. It wasn't a relationship with God, but the road and the path. By uh, I was introduced to Bible doctrine, which was the path to a relationship with God. And I began, and then that's when things began to change. That's when the doors to our relationship began to be opened. And as my life began to, to grow, as I began to grow further into the Lord. And then when my eyes opened up to the person of the Lord Jesus Christ and who and what he is. Um, it was the path of uh, the Bible doctrine. I said 119. I think it's one nineteen one o five. Let me see. Hold on. No, hold on. Still got it. One nineteen one o five. Yes, here it is. Thought so. Let me bring that up for you. It says, "Your word is a lamp to my feet." And a a light to my path. I have sworn and I have conformed it that I will keep your righteous ordinances. And on here is your, this is a person, your word is a lamp to my feet. The Lord says come and he provides us a path through his word to approach, uh, to approach him to, for that relationship and a light to my path. I have sworn and I have confirmed it that I will keep your righteous ordinances. So it's the word of God that is a path to that creation. So as you taking in the word of God, as you're applying the word of God, you never losing the sight of our worship, which is directed to God, coming to love Him through His Word, through that path, we come to the place where First Corinthians thirteen, eleven When I was a child, I used to speak like a child, think like a child, reason like a child. When I became a man, I did away with childish things. Now I see in a mirror dimly, but uh, then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I will know fully, just as I've also been known. But now faith, hope, love abides these three things. But the greatest of these is love, and it is my love for the Lord. That it's not the doctrine that, that motivates me. It's the doctrine that equips me. The doctrine equips me, but it's the love that motivates, that ignites my, um, the, the motives, decisions and actions, um, that are, that propel me to approach God. So the religious leaders knew their doctrine. They worshipped their practices, their religion, their positions, their academics. May have all been in line, but not really not all in line. They worshipped these things and their practices, but their heart was far from God. They had no worship of the one true God. And for that, they were going to be barred out of the kingdom. Of heaven. Father in heaven, thank you for this opportunity of fellowship in your word this morning. We ask Heavenly Father that you open our hearts to these things. I pray Heavenly Father that as we continue on, I pray Heavenly Father that we set that priority of Bible doctrine and let it establish our priorities. Our priorities in prayer, our priorities in, in sitting down and hearing your word being taught. Our prior, uh, and then out of that becoming, um, and, and ministry and, and ministering to the saints, praying for the saints, ministering to the saints. We were created for good works that we should walk in them. But let us, heavenly father, not lose sight that the central one that we worship, that, that the centrality of our worship is the your son and the Holy Spirit. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. All right, it's another fine day. We did make a note. I did make a note, I didn't tell you yet, but um I did want to aim the um the great upstate Bible challenge at the last two uh, last service of the month. So the last the last um Tuesday of the month since we changed Thursday will be the thirtieth. Will be the thirtieth. So great Great Upstate Bible Challenge will be the 30th of this month. So be working on that. We are, um, our study will take us um from um uh, the first first five chapters of Matthew. we we'll studying that and um it won't be Zoom, but um you can watch it. Uh Lord Willing, Spirit Guide technician technical stuff um uh, working. Um we will It'll it'll be online. So, anyway, until tomorrow, stay motivated. Lord, keep your armor on and keep fighting the good fight of faith. We'll see you. You can hear this message again, as well as previous lessons, and get notes by visiting us online at www.gchapel.org.